Boom Blast. And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps Postgame. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander, but tonight I'm joined by guy Mikey Bellamo. What is up, my dude? Good, brother. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. This episode of the Wrap It Up podcast is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the East End of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. Go see Skip and the crew at Clean Cuts. As a wise man once said, tell them that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointment Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. How's yes, everyone yes. doing? What's up, I mean, everybody? Now, we know that the Raptors are playing the Knicks, right? We know that the Raptors barely beat the Knicks, 104-99. This was a super ugly, ugly, ugly game. So ugly. <laughs> right? What did you say the spread was in this game? Started at 11, and then it went to 13 and a half. <laughs> way, way up there. What an ugly game. But let's be serious. This game was really about Marcus Gasol. Yep. Right? Diehard Raptor fans just wanted to see how Marcus Gasol was going to look in the Raptors lineup, how they were going to use him. Was he going to start? Was he going to come off the bench? Like, so much <clears throat> anticipation. I found even today just... Whether it was Twitter, whether it was Instagram, there's a, a buzz. Yeah. yeah, you when you walked in, what'd you say to me? I felt like kind of the season is kind of refreshed and started <laughs> over again. I felt like it was you know the first game of the season, trying to see what Kawhi would look like in a rapper uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're kind of nervous and a little excited to see what Gasol will look like. Right, and it was interesting because for me. I put it out earlier today because I wanted to hear what people were thinking about how should they be using Marcus mm-hmm. Gasol in terms of should he be coming off the bench, should he be starting. We found out early on that uh, he was going to come off the bench. Yep. What did you, Let's start there. Are you okay with the decision to have him come off the bench in his first game? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, and even for the foreseeable future. Like I, I was talking to you about this because you were a proponent of him maybe being a starter. See, what I, what I, there's a couple things I've noticed with Gasol in today's game is I think Nurse did a smart move put him on, putting him coming off the bench mm-hmm. with the bench crew because it, it gives him a little bit more leadership so he's not deferring mm-hmm. as if he was in the starting um, he, I, I noticed a couple little things where he was very vocal with Van Fleet and I mentioned that to you earlier and it, it seemed like he, he's a facilitator he passes a lot and, and I, with Connolly and his previous team it seems like he has he 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 gains relationships with point guards and it looked like that was a little relationship brewing there mm-hmm. so i mean surge has been great this year uh, you don't know how that would make him feel if you just insert gasol into the starting lineup yeah and it's i mean get him adapted to things i, I don't mind it and i i could see it kind of sticking this way too and it, it gives a little bit of an oomph for the for the bench you know what i mean <laughs> it, it's interesting because i can see it both ways and nick nurse <clears throat> did have some pretty interesting quotes i think it was either earlier today or maybe mm-hmm. yesterday but he was kind of talking about the fact that surge kind of earned it right like yeah, the way that surge has played the way that surge has excelled especially when jv went down and how surge dealt with it early on in the year in terms of he's used to being starting his whole life yeah or his whole nba career and he took it in stride and just said, you know what? I'll play this platoon with JV. Mm-hmm. We'll play the matchups. We'll do that. And then he's earned the starting spot Definitely. to this point. Yeah. 
I understand all that, and I can even see that argument and the great point you made about how maybe Gasol's passing helps the bench get It opens shots. the floor. It opens the floor for the bench to get a bit more easier shots, right? I like that idea in theory. Yeah. I really do. But I need him to be in the starting lineup. Yeah. I, like, I, I just like the fact that I feel like he can get Kawhi easier baskets. We can use Danny Green so much more in terms of Danny Green just getting open looks from three, where I feel like a lot of the playmaking, we talked about this during the game too, yeah. a lot of the playmaking always falls on in Kyle's lap, right? Where if Kyle's not getting Danny Green that open shot, Danny Green's not getting, getting that open shot. Same with Serge, same with Pascal. Yeah. Kyle gets a lot of yeah. those um, opportunities where he's forced to be the distributor. And maybe mm -hmm. that eases the load on Kyle, but also maybe it helps Kyle scoring a lot That's more too because Gasol yeah. can get Kyle some open looks. His passing is incredible. Oh, but what can we compromise a bit? Can mm -hmm. What I think Coach Nurse should do is do what he did in the first half today, have Serge start the game, give him, you know, that seven, eight minutes, have Gasol come off with the bench, get that flowing a bit. Um, and then I don't mind inserting your idea of having Gasol play with the starters down the stretch mm -hmm. um, and primarily in the second half. But I like him on the, in the first half, mm -hmm. maybe coming off as the bench. It gives Serge a little bit of that, egotistical boost you know what i mean <laughs> opens up the four for the bench and then yeah you put what did one of those com what did the commander said put him in there the the mortal combat the, the oh the raptors <laughs> finish him lineup. finish him lineup <laughs> and that can include gasol right i'm i'm just down with him i think he's gonna end up starting i think it was kind of just you know let him ease into it a little bit yeah and uh you brought it up during the game the fact that when he was in with the starters or sorry, when in with the bench, he had to like kind of lead and be yeah. a facilitator with all those young bucks. Makes him feel a little bit more comfortable, yeah. It would have been easy for him to kind of sit back and maybe, you know, defer. let Kawhi go, defer, yep. let Kyle go. What let... Kyle's been kind of doing for right? majority of the season, So right? maybe that's the reason why you have him come with the bench. But I think overall, down the line, I think having him start is going to be so valuable and so important because he's so good. We saw moments in yeah. this game where he was making these crazy, crazy passes where there's one where he had the ball, he's getting double teamed. He just and he did like this, it. but he he palmed it, but did like some underhanded, yeah. like flip cross court to a wide open Kyle. Guys, that's something JV never does. Yeah. Never does. Like I, you would never, ever see JV yeah. even consider no. doing something will, like that in his life. JV will pump fake three times. In fairness, I don't think Jay-Z could do that yeah. either. <laughs> in fairness. You never know, right? Beyonce give him a good idea. Oh, man. Hold on. I think this is going to fall here. Yeah, yeah. I Let me just it. make sure go. that's there. But you know what? <clears throat> it's just one of those things where if you watch this game, you saw the passes mm -hmm. he was making early, and especially with the bench, they were missing yeah. a lot of shots. Oh, yeah, he and he was diming those guys, did right? He, what did he finish with? One assist? I think he one finished with one or two assists. Let me bring and, up the box And score. if you were watching the game, and guys on the live, on one the feed, assist. If you, if you weren't <laughs> watching the game, he, he easily could have had six or seven assists. I mean, Definitely. Norm Powell was... Uh, this uh, was second in shots, I think, yeah, and that's Norman because yeah. Gasol was just finding them. Yeah, Norman Powell took 14 shots in this game, which was second only to Kawhi. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that that run that Gasol had with the bench, they mentioned Jokic, and if you're really serious about it, you have Jokic and Mark Gasol. Other than that. How many other teams have a big guy that can throw passes like that? No look passes, just crazy yep. passes out of double teams. 
it might take a while for the other Raptors players to get used to the fact that Jokic is able to, or Jokic, that Gasol is able to do that, right? Yep. It might take them a while to realize that that's a thing. And <clears throat> you saw Norm get one pass right underneath the basket, and he just lost it Elon, as he yeah. went up for the for the layup. And it's just like, you know, yes, that's a bad play, but also, again, that's something JV was never going to do. That's something yeah. Monroe was never going to do. Norm has to get used, and the rest of the Raptors got to get used take them to a while. be a bit more aware and have passes. And, and then a, a point I wanted to argue, too, is um, so Jokic, he obviously is a great assist, man, for a big mm -hmm. man. Gasol second, but I'd argue that if you have Gasol at the start of the season with the Raptors, with better scorers surrounded with him mm -hmm. instead of Memphis, he'd be up there or on par with Jokic. I'm not saying he's it's, a – I mean, Jokic is fantastic, but yeah. he'd have a, a, an uptick in the assist, definitely. Yeah. If, if he started with the Raptors the whole season. Yo, it's it's super interesting. Guys, because he's nice. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because watching him play, just a little, it's a little, and I hate saying this, basketball nerd things, but I'm saying. It's the little things. I mean, it's things that if you understand the game of basketball and you're picking up on the little things that he was doing, the helping on defense, he was talking so much on defense. He started and we, off with a steal. We yeah. talked about it on the last pod, right, with Webby on the yep, ball yep. on blast pod. We were talking about the trade, and it was just, yes, he was defensive player of the year a in 2013. Yeah. But it's not because he was, like, blocking shots or super athletic like DeAndre. It's positional. Can it's I, being a smart defender. Can I take this perfect time to, to make a little bit of my argument? Because I, I saw you and Webby with that. And yeah. You were saying to the cup, there was there was a couple comments. There's a couple Raptors fans that were a little confused by this trade. A lot of their points was granted. Mm -hmm. He just turned 34. Guys, Marcus Saul has never been an athletic yeah. athlete. That's not his game. Yeah. It, it, he, he he. Listen, he's his I basketball IQ is through the roof. He's smart. He's not losing that. He, 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 he's great without the ball. He brings the centers out because he could shoot. He, 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 they're, they're, he's going to have basically the same IQ that he has. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And his athletic ability is probably the same. He was hurt <laughs> a bit in Memphis. That's fine. Yeah. But now with the steal, all that, I think he'll have even better of a fitness training program. Here, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you, you saw it, right? You saw him talking on defense. The communication is always key. The positional defense yes. is big. He took a charge in this game, which how often do you see centers taking charges in the NBA? Yeah. But I'm just saying it, it was amazing to me how many people were trying to compare JV and Marc yeah. Gasol as if this was a conversation. No. Like, Marc Gasol's making plays that you've never seen JV yeah. do. JV's and got this a little is, bit more energy, but... Yeah, he, JV's younger. Don't get That's me wrong. It, yeah. JV is a good player, and it's not to knock JV. Just like I never meant to knock DeRozan. Mm -hmm. It's just that there's levels to this shit. Yeah. And Kawhi is a level better than DeMar, and, and Gasol. Marc Gasol is a level better than JV. Yep. Your goal as Masai Ujiri is to improve your team and make your top-end talent better, because top-end talent is what gets you to the NBA yeah. finals. Marc Gasol, it's just the little things and the great passing. When he gets into the starting lineup, the effect that he will have on everybody else getting easier baskets, whether it's Kawhi Leonard, who still to this point, we're 50 mm -hmm. what games into the year. And most of Kawhi's points are still coming off like ISO plays yeah. or like, you know, he has to work hard for his buckets. Yeah. Where's someone else getting him a layup here and there. Right. I don't know. I just see it. I just see it working so well with him in the starting lineup. And further to your point, the the compromise I think will come in 
not playing the bench as a full bench mob unit and just staggering the minutes starters right just staggering your starters minutes so if marcus hole starts that's cool but when surge comes into the game if surge is still on the floor with pascal and kyle Mm -hmm. that's gravy yeah right if surge still gets a lot of his bench minutes with pascal and kyle cool you can find a way to make this work to where you're only playing maybe eight guys, but you're keeping two of your starters on the floor at all exactly. times. And I think that could work. If you yep. have Mark Gasol, Kawhi, Danny Green, and then Fred with Norm, right? You can have that lineup out there. They kind, of did, that, and- they kind of did it in the second quarter today, too. They brought in Kyle and Kawhi. I mean, McCaw stayed in there because he was shooting the free throw. But yeah, 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 he, yeah. Nurse tried to see that. Also, one other point that I wanted to get to with the JV Gasol comparisons. And I know a lot, I saw a lot of people were also saying, He's going to accept his player option next year. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Guys, I know he's going to make $25 million, But when you think about it, though, Masai also got rid of Seiji, uh, CJ, who I guarantee you was going to take that player option, mm-hmm. which was $8.7 million. Mm-hmm. So technically, you knock that off the books. Yeah. You're getting Gasol next year, a good veteran, at about $17 million, Right? <laughs> That's so, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's positives to this shit too, right? It's not... It, it's just an it's a great trade. It's, it's a, a very good trade, trade and it's it's good that sad to see JV go, but we've already know what he we've had playoffs with them. Yeah, and, and we know what he is. That's the thing. It's not a knock on JV to no. say that you know everyone's happy that Marcus Gasol's here. It's not a knock at all. JV was a great soldier for the Raptors. He was a great guy in the locker room. He's well liked. He's one of the fan favorites. Mm-hmm. Longest serving Raptor. Went through a lot with this team when they were bad to when they started to get good yep. to where he never got touches, right? Where he probably deserved more touches, never complained, yep. never made a peep about anything. There's also the narrative of him, though, where he doesn't fit in this NBA anymore. Just a season it's or two tough. ago, right? It's so, tough, right? And But even with that said, he adjusted and he still he found did. a way to he contribute yep. a lot to this team. Yep. Like, And if, be, he wouldn't have been the center of the trade piece to this Gasol deal if he didn't play as well as he did exactly this year exactly exactly so you needed him to play at this level for them to want him in this deal yeah it's just a good look and I think Serge especially down the stretch taking off some of the the wear and tear from Serge Ibaka who's been putting in mega work for the Raptors this season it could only help Mm -hmm. also starting Marc Gasol your starting lineup, they had the board up. The it's not even just starting lineup, yeah. but just you, people Green, don't pay attention to the fact Kawhi. that you have Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green. I mean, you could put Surge at the four. If you Surge really want. and uh, Marcus All. You're talking about All three dudes who have won Defensive Player of the Year, but also four guys first who have time. been first team defensive, All, yeah. all Defensive First Team. Like the lineups that you can play with this Raptors team is yeah. just crazy. And further to your point, you can have. You can have your lineups where, hey, it's just Gasol and Danny Green with the bench on the on the floor, yeah. and you'll be totally fine, right? You're not worried about the droughts that you might have had before with JV. Mm-hmm. But tons of comments here, yeah, as yeah, I'm sure we were the one, up, we weren't everybody? the only ones excited to see how Marc Gasol looked. Uh, let's see. Someone says, "Let's go, we Gucci. We got Macklemore. It's a wrap." <laughs> Many Mac. <laughs> solid solid ad but also i'll throw this question out there and get your comments later on but who else would we like to see the raptors add yeah. as they still need the to buyout. get a couple more mm-hmm. players i think in they the have buyout market three more slots left now something no, like that but we'll we'll discuss they, that they signed, yeah yeah we'll discuss that remind me we'll get yep, to that yep. before the end of the pod for sure uh another comment ugly win but i'll take it uh more comments from instagram the entire team owes gasol dinner for not giving him those assists how about <laughs> for not adding the trade ticker in too 
also true. Ozum, Great point. Ozum, they Ozum, they mentioned it during the broadcast, yeah, and exactly. this is showing the mentality of a star player coming into a winning situation, yep. right? He had a trade kicker, which means if he gets traded, the team owes him an extra, I think it was a mil something. Which is a player option if he wants to do it. Yeah, yeah. right? So He declined it. The reason why dudes add that in is because they don't want to get traded. Yes. And so the other team has to really, really want him yeah. to say, we're going to trade this guy and pay him an extra whatever amount. His was 1.4, I think. Marcus Gasol waived that. Waived that, which gives he, the Raptors more flexibility yes. on the buyout market. It right? was also a thing where the Raps are in the luxury tax, and yeah. as the luxury tax works, <laughs> you get penalized for every dollar amount that you're above the tax, so they're already there. So it saves them money there, but also, we mentioned, they're in the buyout market now, right? You could need that extra mill or something Definitely. right you can need yeah. the extra money to sign it could be the difference between you getting the player you really want and exactly. having that player go to another team that you might have to face later yeah. on so it's super big to show to have for the raptors a guy like um a guy like just make sure this is plugged in there yeah. cool just to make sure the raptors have a guy like marcus all who is into who really wants to be on the team and showing you that he wants to be on the team. Definitely. Like taking the, the phrase of put your money where your mouth is, yep, right? Yep. <laughs> like he wants to be there. And he wants to be on the team. To the assistant coach of the Raptors. Yeah. Coach of team Spain. Yeah. Coach. Yeah. He's very familiar with them. Exactly. I mean, I think, I think he's going to love it here. Um, sure. Jose Calderon was the first to reach out to him. Mm -hmm. Told him he's going to love the this, team, yeah. the city. Um, I, I think he will too. I mean, I think it's a great fit and I, I, I think he will. And I hope he signs again next year, man, because I, I mean, where did it, I know we're going to get the comments, but we talked about this earlier and I, I get it, but man, did it quickly change where the age of a sports athlete really just went it's cause, because 34 or a, a fresh 34, he just turned 34, mm -hmm. six, seven years ago was almost still prime. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's because, you know what happened? To, two things happened, right? The league got younger, right? So you have kids coming in. In every sport. Even in, all, in hockey. Yeah. yeah. Same thing, where guys come in at a way younger age. So yeah. now LeBron's 34 is different because he's been in the league since he was 18, mm -hmm. right? Whereas MJ, you guys are, like, they were coming into the league at 20, yeah. 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little different in that sense. But at the same time, as you mentioned, Marcus Gasol's 34 is different than what Russell Westbrook's 34 is going to be. Yeah, he doesn't it's kill himself. Style. Yeah, it's a different style, Again, different way to affect High the game. IQ player. It's how Dirk Nowitzki's still in the league yes. right now because he's always going to be able to knock down a three. He can run from three point line to three yep. point line with that jog, <laughs> yeah. mad hair, and that's it, right? Yeah. Uh, let's get to more comments, comments, comments. here because lots of people have, have yeah, tuned in. As, again, Raptors fan base is hype. Uh, someone on Instagram says Gasol needs to start. Uh, more comments. Uh, off the bench makes sense. Make him earn his stripes, but also doesn't affect the chemistry and play that Abaka has exemplified. It's an interesting point. Earn the stripes. Uh, I don't know about earn the stripes. Mean, yeah, but, but I mean Abaka's the chemistry Abaka's side of it has been makes good. Sense. Yeah, exactly. The chemistry with you know. Shout out one sec. Shout out to Bulldog too. My boy Bulldog. Okay. I, had to do it. I, I thought I was going to forget about it, but no I know problem. it's a weird time. Shout out Bulldog. What up? He's a big fan of the show. We're going through the comments. Okay. So okay. I thought I'd shout him out there. Um, yeah, but the chemistry of <laughs> Serge Ibaka is, it's an interesting point, right? We talked about how well Kyle Lowry has done with Serge. And it's also a thing where there was an article recently, I want to say it was Eric Kareen wrote it, mm -hmm. talking about how Kyle Lowry hit up Russ, Russell Westbrook, to find out how he can get Serge going. 
Really? Yeah, and Russ, and if you pay attention and see, the pick and pop that if you watch, again, I know I talk about watching basketball a lot, yep, I yep. urge Raptors fans to watch all of the NBA and not just so much of the Raptors. Kyle's because a big reason see, for surges. Yeah. But you, you learn a lot more about the overall game, right? Yep. And if you watch like the simple pick and pop that um, Russell Westbrook runs with Steven Adams, Adams all the time, easy. Speaking it's the same of, pick and yep. pop that he used to run with Serge Ibaka. Serge, yeah. Kyle Lowry hit up Russ. They were just talking, shooting and the shit. And now he's using that. And, how, and now you see mm -hmm. it. The pick and pop, and Serge just knocks down that elbow jumper like it's food. Oh, yeah. He's and you see that now. So I understand what this guy's saying here about the chemistry Ibaka has shown. But, again, even though Ibaka moves to the bench, you can still have that same chemistry by just adjusting and staggering the minutes yep. of Kyle Lowry playing a lot more with the bench. Yep. The bench, quote-unquote. Because I think this bench mob stuff of a full yeah, bench. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the, the bench guys now pretty much they could start on some teams, right? So, I mean, it's a, it's a great it's, bench. After you get past Fred, Norm, Norm, and whichever big, OG. whichever big and OG, I mean, yeah. And OG's not even playing well right no, now. Yeah, I know. But, but you said that the, he could go back to the wing with yeah. uh, CJ and Delano to give yeah. them maybe a little bit more. Because a lot of you know? his minutes ended up coming and he had to play with the, the four. four. Because they were playing DeLon, Norm, and DeLon, Norm, and Fred were the ball handlers on the perimeter. Meaning OG's kind of either standing in the corner, playing the four, yep. or in the paint somewhere. Whereas now, he can be more involved in like it was a the perimeter ball handling. It just affected the whole team. And yeah. you know what? We haven't even really talked about it. This really affects Kyle. Mm -hmm. Because now we have another facilitator in Gasol. And you sh you've seen it. Kyle played well. Yeah. scoring, hitting big shots. You yeah. can see that he's like, okay, I don't have to be the guy that drives all of this and sets up the big mans because I got another guy that can do that, right? Yeah. And hopefully that's a thing that we see, rap fans, going forward because like we've all said, we all know it, we need Kyle to really step up as our legit second scorer. Yeah. Right? Maybe this Maybe is Maybe we'll see it now. This is it, yeah. yeah. Kyle Lowry had a great game 22 tonight. points. Great game great for game. Kyle Lowry. Leading scorer for the Raptors. Yep. Hit five threes. Took a lot of good charges Five for like seven usual. from Kyle. Six of ten overall from the floor. Great shooting game from Kyle. Again, giving you five assists, two or four rebounds, two steals, two blocks from Kyle. Yep. A little bit of everything from Kyle Lowry. And you know what? Feels like a lot's off his shoulders. But a trade like and that. And he's not traded. He's, yeah. He's right? not traded. He, didn't want, he doesn't want yeah. to go to Memphis or Utah, man. He's not traded, and you bring in a big piece that gives a little extra juice to yeah. other guys in the locker room. Like, okay, here we are, yeah. right? Like, we are making a run. Yep. Kyle Lowry balled out tonight, and it'll be interesting to see going forward how this works. And he's another interesting, like, side story, I guess, mm -hmm. to this Marcus Soul thing because they played together in Memphis, right? Yeah. It's just there's so many different links to Marcus Gasol and this team, right? Him and Serge Ibaka both played on the Spanish yeah. national team. You mentioned their coach. assistant coach being an, or sorry, the Spanish national team coach being an assistant with the yeah. Raptors. Jose Calderon being Jose one of the Garbo most popular Hosa. Raptors, <laughs> but Calderon's one of the most popular oh, yeah. Raptors of all Definitely. time, right? Yeah. So like, He's like having yeah. him to co-sign the city exactly. and the organization for yeah. you. It's just I don't know. It just makes too much sense already, and did. we're getting to see this early. People are fired up. Let's see. Uh, more comments. Mark created so many opportunities. We've seen it today. It was nice. He Very did. true. He did. Uh, the bench had a lot of open shots at the basket and from three. Someone says 100 to all of your points. I guess we'll take that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> if the Raptors shooting better, like if they had a good shooting game, 
Gasol yeah. could have got eight, nine, ten assists yeah. easily, like six, seven for sure. For sure. And uh, that's just him getting acclimated into the system. Wait, give it ten games, yeah. fifteen games. Like imagine right? that, right? You get traded, and then boom, you they had a shoot around or a walk through, yeah. but you're in the game now. And here's a, here's the other part about Marcus All, right? You can plug him in. And he might not be aware of, you know, all of your systems and mm-hmm. all of your sets. But again, he's, he's a, a high IQ guy. Yeah. So like simple, basic back cutting screens, me and you, like said, all that stuff. When you saw the ball go into him just in the corner of the paint and he stood there and he had the ball and then he stood still for a moment and everybody else was just running and cutting mm-hmm. and he was just waiting for the right opportune moment to give either a little back pass or a pass to someone open. And that's how it should be running yeah. when he's on the floor. Yeah. Right? He opens things up, and yeah. he doesn't have to cut and do all this. I mean, that's He's going to open up Siakam's game even more too, right? It's just everything that he can do. Yeah, It just works for, for what the Raptors really didn't have. Yeah. Right? It's just another You're element. one-dimensional, and now... It's another element. It's another weapon that'll open things up. Definitely. You have, uh, Webby was saying it the other day, a grown-up, right? An adult. Yes, yeah. that you're adding Webby. to your team that yeah. knows what to do. It's true. It's not going to get shook in big moments because here, here's the reality of the playoffs. You're talking about making a deep run. Mm-hmm. You are going to be in some serious, serious situations yeah. in Boston in the playoffs yeah. or in Milwaukee the in the playoffs. Been through like, it. Those are hostile crowds. And you need more guys that you know aren't going to be shook. Yep. I'm not saying that's JV. No, he's been through it. All I'm saying Olympics. is we know Marcus Gasol isn't yeah, going to exactly. be shook. No. Kawhi isn't going to be shook. Yep. Danny, Danny Green isn't, isn't. going to be shook. And if there's one thing you can say about the Raptors in years past, when the chips were down and it was big boy time in the playoffs against the Cavs, JV. they looked Game shook. One. How many as shots team, did he miss? Right? As I mean, team, I love JV, but yeah, right? This is a reality. The Raptors looked shook as a team miss? in the playoffs. Yeah. So now you're, you're changing the culture of your team by bringing in three dudes who have been through playoff battles before yeah. that the moment is not going to get too big for them when it comes to yeah. the playoffs. They thrive again, in it. A game in Boston in the playoffs, that crowd is going to be yeah. serious. Mm-hmm. Hey, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. More comments here. Len on Instagram says Gasol should start. He would open up more for Kawhi and Kyle. Uh, I wish Gasol got to see more run with the starters. I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely thought that should have been a thing that we should have seen more, but also, hey, Nurse it's a mix. Yeah. Got to ease him in. Put, ease them in a bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Gasol is going to be fine. And also, so they play uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn on Monday, Monday and then Wizards the Wizards on Wednesday. Wednesday. I'll start break. So you almost got to look at this kind of like practice for them. Yeah. Right. Brooklyn's going to be a legit game. We know Brooklyn and they played like it was practice. They did. <laughs> right. The Raps played terrible at this game. Yeah, this it's is almost the better. Worst. This is the worst game I've seen. Kawhi. We'll get to it, but quiet. He did look like he was nursing something. He wasn't really giving it his yeah. 100%. You know, there's a couple balls he could have maybe got. Within a couple feet, he wasn't giving it that extra push. I know he was out against um, was the it Atlanta yeah. with what was called a sore knee. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it could have just been an off night, but it's I don't know. I hope something. Yeah, definitely hope Kawhi's okay. Yeah. and he he didn't have the same burst. You could see him kind of. You know, obviously had a poor shooting night by Kawhi Leonard Bad. standards. Four of 15. 15 for Kawhi. One of five from three. Siakam too. 11 points. Siakam, as you mentioned, three of 13 for 10 points. And it's funny, right? Because Kawhi Leonard, there was a couple of plays, well, one in particular where he got the ball at three-point line 
and it was legitimately like one Mississippi, seconds, two yeah. Mississippi, Where you three just Mississippi. Knew it was so much time he was going to miss it. He shot it. There was no flow missed. to it. <laughs> but to me, the beauty of Kawhi Leonard, and again, not to knock Demar Derozan, he'll but get to, it back next game. But to emphasize, no, but <clears> to emphasize that there's levels to this, right? Yeah. If Demar Derozan wasn't shooting well. He was a what non-factor he in the game. Yeah, he doesn't do anything else without the ball. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard still had six assists in this game, five rebounds in this yeah. game, right? Yep. He still found other ways to contribute while still playing Kawhi Leonard defense that we've come to know. Uh, more comments here. To me, Gasol needs to be your starting five, game in, game out. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And you adjust accordingly throughout the game. But I feel like he's good enough in all aspects of the game that there's not going to be a bad matchup for him at the five. Whereas JV, we know that JV sometimes will just get abused on those pick and rolls, yeah. right? Where he's not able to handle it. Whereas mm-hmm. Gasol positionally, you oh. could see it already today, right? Yep. Like he knows he's talking, be. he's communicating, which might be the biggest factor, yeah. right? Him talking and commanding, hey, step over the screen, yeah, fight the over the screen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be really interesting. Um, it's another floor general. Exactly. That could hit the three and pass the ball well. Imagine him you working the, the not take that. Working the big man game, him and Pascal in the yeah, lineups, right? I like, said it's it, I think so it's incredible. gonna open the way Pascal cuts and dishes, he's gonna have a lot of open space. Someone <laughs> and said not, not only Kyle's gonna find him, but Gasol too. <clears throat> someone says uh Mark and Norm looked really good too. Yeah, Norman Powell again. Norman Powell has just been playing really well. He's yeah. had a really good season this yep. year, and that continued. Norm is just aggressive. He's taking shots within rhythm. He is playing free and nice, and he is really taking over for Fred in my books, in my viewpoint, mm-hmm. as being that leader of the second, second unit. unit. He started. It's been long enough now where it's it's a trend, yep. right? Like yep. you come to expect Norm to give you good minutes off the bench. Mm-hmm. And he continues to do that um, at the wing position where we desperately need that, yeah. right? Uh, here's a comment. Gasol is the OG Jokic. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah. All the way to, I guess I'll I'll get to the uh, question I brought up earlier on. In the buyout market, who are some of the guys mm-hmm. that you would like to see the Raptors go after? Um, there's a list of guys, you know, whether it's a Jeremy Lins, a Mark Morris. I think Jeremy Lin would be um, great. I you know, they Morris added Ben be McLemore. But yeah. who, who do you think the Raptors should go after? Is there someone that stands out more than or if you could pick one guy and why I'll ask the Probably same thing Morris, to you too. Um, he's like a junkyard dog kind of guy. That's just mm-hmm. going to do the dirty work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, I'd love, we'd love to get a, a shooter and that could have been Wayne Ellington. Yeah. Or Wesley Matthews. I mean, those kind of guys are gone. Jeremy Lin would be great mm-hmm. because you lost the lawn, a little bit of depth in with Kyle's wonky back. Who knows? And Jeremy Lin would definitely be a fan favorite, but so would Morris. Yeah, I think um, I'm a little scared that the Lakers are going to grab all of these guys because they didn't make drastic moves at the deadline. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, Cantor or we saw DeAndre Jordan, someone like that. But those, I don't know if those guys are going to come and take uh, 10, 12 minutes, right? So yeah. I would love a Morris or, yeah, like a Jeremy Lin for some depth point guard. Yeah, for me, I'm. I want Markeith Morris. So do I. Um, I've wanted him before even this buy, and I think you've yeah. you've always said one of the brothers. Boston yeah. has him. It'd be if we meet Boston in the playoffs. They have the other brother. Um, you put him on him. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're and there I just you think go. it's it's one of those things where we were just talking about having grown ups on your team, but having people that aren't afraid of the moment. Yeah. And 
again, OG is still young. Yeah. Norm, we've seen Norm perform already in the playoffs, so we're not really worried about Norm. Mm-hmm. Last year was really Fred's first go at the playoffs in terms of being a key hurt, contributor, really. and he, he was injured. His shoulder, his shoulder. So you don't really know yeah. how or what you can consistently expect from Fred yet in the playoffs. Yep. Adding a Morris twin also is love, Bill Simmons always used to say that you need one irrational confidence guy on your team, one guy that thinks he's a little bit better than he is. If I'm right, Masai, guy I go all in after him, yeah. and I use, I use the face your brother in the Eastern Conference Finals <laughs> type of like you know what I mean? Like, do you want to fit? Because we're gonna pay Boston. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you, Do you want to? Get, who's the better like you know just get him a little amped up or that's do whatever funny. you have to do because yeah that's definitely i mean i i texted you i texted beals i said we need to get kenneth farid when i heard that he might not you know he might be he's not getting as much minutes and he's playing well on houston yeah and he's that kind of gets the dirty work done yeah, type of player and that's need, what you Morris need a kind is. of a mean dude you yeah. know like and you need a guy that's no back down and especially when you're talking about a team like the raptors who in years past have had to deal with the you know the notion that they're soft soft right going back to paul piercing they don't have it mm-hmm. well if they had someone that's a bit of a on the team we saw what a guy like pj tucker did for the raptors team right love pj tucker thought he was a great addition to the raptors but it's just adding a little more of that and again they Masai has done a good job in changing the face of this team even though it is just for this one year Mm -hmm. but the point of going from a team that you know fizzled out in the playoffs and having a lot of people acknowledge the fact that it's probably more mental than it is physical in the playoffs and LeBron, but yeah. Yeah. But still like, yep. but that's what I mean. Mentally, they didn't think they yep. could beat LeBron. Uh, actually funny. You bring this up because I saw there was a Danny Green's podcast. He had, um, what's the guy's name? The Raptors assistant coach, Phil Handy was Phil on. Handy, yep. Phil Handy the was an assistant. Master. Yes. He was an assistant coach with the Cavs. Yeah. And one of the things they talked about was what was the perception of the Raptors when from the Cavs points? Yeah. yeah, because, you know, the perception was that they didn't think they could win. And he was very careful in his words, which because told it's his me a team lot. now, which is Toronto. Yeah. And he doesn't want. Yeah. But you could tell that they kind of had this viewpoint that um, we got them. Yeah. Even if we go down. Yeah. two. Yeah. Like they didn't, turn they it didn't on, even we got ever really think that the Raptors were a problem, a problem. for them. Right. Yep. And it was something that we talked from the outside, just watching it. Yeah. Right. You bring that stuff into existence. Yeah. When the whole city of Toronto knows, Oh God. We're play- and you know what? I'm nervous about, cause I believe in us. We're doing that with Boston. Oh, we don't want to play Boston, you know, which is whack. Yeah, because it's like, like don't, you, you can't be thinking yeah. that you can beat Boston. Yes, you can beat any team. Yes. You can't even worry about that, right? Yes. Like you put that narrative around that whole series. I mean, you get off to a slow sloppy start or something like that, and it but gets in people's heads. Also, too, it's just a matter of you look at the Boston games this year, and I'll ask you, I'll ask you what you think with the moves that just who's happened. The contenders in the East. Well, the moves yep. that just happened in the mm-hmm. East. I'll get you to rank those teams one to four. Yeah, but I'll say this much. The games that the Raptors played against Boston, right? I feel as if they could have went either way. There's what two overtime games, so it's like it's such a crapshoot to then have people now come out and be like, "Oh, well, we don't want to play Boston in the playoffs." And it's like, get out of here. The Raptors could play anybody in the playoffs and win. Yeah. And especially with Marcus All now, I'm interested to see how that plays out. But as I said, what do you make of the moves that Ooh. went down in terms of how would you rank the teams in the Eastern Conference? 
I'm talking Milwaukee, yeah, yeah, Raptors, yeah. Boston, and the Sixers. Wow. Who do you think is – you want me to give, top, top. give mine? No, I'll do what mine. Do I think not being biased. No, no. I, I, I placed – from what I've seen, I placed the Raptors at the top mm-hmm. because of the defense in the playoffs. Yeah. They've got the best defensive team. Yeah. I, I'm just – I don't know what to say about Milwaukee. Like, Miritich, um, I just – I don't – they haven't been there consistently yet. Is this their breakthrough year? Yeah. Very well could be, you know. But they haven't honest, been there yet. They haven't been there saying. yet, right? So, I got to put Boston over them just because what we talked about, just being there and kind mm-hmm. of – right? So, I mean, it, it, it's going to be maybe not the – People might disagree with me, and if you do, let me know your guys what you think. But I would go Toronto, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. Why am I doing Philly? Sorry, Webby, but why am I doing Philly last? It's just because they haven't been together, and that's a lot of star power um, that hasn't been together for a long time. I don't know how Butler is in the room. Who's going to create their own shot? Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. then they have no depth. Mm-hmm. This could all change with the buyout market. But if I have to go right now, I would say Toronto, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. And Milwaukee, it could go either way. Yeah, it could yeah, be Milwaukee of course, too. Of course. But I'm just going on a base of what I've seen mm-hmm. in the last couple of years where, right, Milwaukee hasn't shown anything yet. That can all change. So if you ask me, that would be my four. What's yours? Um, I agree with you in the sense that I think that the Raptors have the best team because I feel like the pieces fit together. Yeah. I think Marcus Gasol will thrive in the offense because yep. the offense is built to have a center <clears throat> like Marcus Gasol yep. that you can Who run the, the offense through yep. and can do that. And just defensively, I feel like they have the most, um, they have playoff experience. Yep. They have defensive players. Yep. Defense wins in the playoffs. And I still think Kawhi Leonard is the best player in, in the, the Eastern, Eastern Conference. Conference. Right? Um, Best two way. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. He's got so a shot. I, I put the Raptors up top. I think second. I think when it comes down to it, I'm putting Boston as the second best team. Same with me, yeah. And it's just because I feel like the run that the Young Bucks had, minus Hayward and Kyrie last Tatum year, and Brown, is going to yeah. help those guys come playoff time. Right? We've seen them go through yeah, it. Whereas 48 minutes of good play. Whereas we don't know what is going to come from the Sixers yet. Yeah. Jimmy Butler hasn't really fit in that well. It's still kind of a crapshoot. And now you're going to add another yeah, very good player in. And I don't know if those Doesn't pieces know where fit enough. Fits. Boston is a deep enough team that they were able to say, hey, we're going to take Marcus Smart. We're going to take Marcus Morris. Mm-hmm. Put them in the starting lineup to balance out our lineup yeah. a little more so that not everybody in our starting lineup needs a ball. Mm-hmm. The Sixers aren't that deep. Yep. They improve their depth a bit, but they're still not there yet, and I yeah. don't know if you have enough time to, to sort to all that yeah, out yeah. in the playoffs. And Milwaukee, I just don't think they're ready yet. Yeah. Right? It's still going to be Giannis-focused, but it's going to come down to can the other scorers sure, yeah. give them enough to win in the playoffs? Giannis can't shoot and three great yet, and yeah. you're just going to double them? Yeah, exactly. So that's how I that's so how I rank it. But so, oh, so Do you have Philly over Milwaukee? Is that what you have? No. Did you have me? I Toronto, have, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Same with me. Yeah. yeah. So I, I look forward to that. I just think it'll be we'll see, completely yep. crazy. Here, I'm just going to go through more comments because you guys, you guys, thanks for, for supporting the pod live. Again, questions we take yep. on Instagram at Shell Alexander, Twitter at Shell Alexander, and 
I appreciate all the comments because that's what makes the show as well the next day for all the people that listen on the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Shout out to my guy, Brendan Dunlop, who tells me he's always listening on his way home from work, listening to the podcast. So shout out to the podcast crew, whether you're on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play. Really appreciate you guys listening. And of course, the YouTube people. But back to the comments here, as there are a ton. Totally appreciate it. One guy brings up... um, I'm laughing way back. No, no, no. I'm laughing because it it made me laugh in the moment while you were talking about something serious. And I had to like stop myself (laughs) from laughing. Is he like, why are you laughing at me? (laughs) What, you don't take like my take? But it was because this guy says, uh, no more CJ, no more PJs. (laughs) Right? Um, And then, question though, did they play like, are the CJ's PJs commercials got to be, they got to be gone. Go Daddy. Like, did the Go Daddy commercial air tonight? I don't, I didn't notice it. I mean, well, they Memphis. must be gone, I'd assume. Yep. Or does he? Do they take them to Memphis thing. and they change this PJs? Do they, do they make them new PJs? Yeah, I'm sure Memphis colors? that commercial, yeah, will probably be off the air. Yeah, probably. Uh, someone says, do you think Gasol and Abaka are going to get runs together? I totally do. I think that's a lineup that we'll, we'll definitely see some of. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, depending on matchups, you definitely could see that. There are teams where they'll play two big guys together. And even if you think about Boston, you could definitely play Serge and Gasol against Horford, Horford and Marcus Morris. Yeah. Right. You could definitely do that. So I definitely think there will be times and it'll be interesting because it'll get Serge a lot more easy buckets as well. I think that could happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, he flourished playing the five. That's what Coach Nurse did, right? Mm-hmm. Is his move to to make him feel more comfortable in that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he paid the he played the four majority of last season, so I know he also too comfortable with that. And also too playing the five alongside. Marcus Saul is going to be different than playing easier. alongside JV. JV Marcus Saul yeah. can be a stretch five and be on the perimeter, yeah. right? Whether it's ball I handling mean, or passing or shooting, whereas JV isn't going to be as successful doing that, right? We're at fault. For, we never, no one really watched a lot of Memphis games, so we really don't know too much of how Gasol plays. And I'm sure the a lot of people are going to yeah, the real yeah, fans. Yeah. Know. No, I know, but I mean, every day, like a lot of fans are going to see and come to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how much Gasol does with even without the ball? Yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. appreciate it, right? Like when I say stuff like he sets great screens, that sounds like something that's basketball nerdy. But when you watch it happen, that play won't establish if Gasol <laughs> didn't set yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. The pick and pop is going to be so crazy because Kyle is wide open on yeah. that on that screen mm-hmm. that's set by Gasol, yeah. right? Uh, someone says, because uh, we were talking about the levels, right? How there's levels, levels to, to this it. Shit. Someone says, two levels in DeMar. <laughs> 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 some will point, at some point they will in the playoffs. Is that the DeMar stank in the dressing room, guys? <laughs> yeah, Is that I him? Know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, someone says, OG looks awkward at times. He yeah. doesn't seem to have a it's go-to move. Nope. Again, I just feel he runs into the problem where he hasn't, because of the the way that the Raptors bench was rolling, right? And you would see the dribble handoff that would be run at the top of the key, and it would be DeLon and Norm running yeah. the dribble handoff to each other. OG's just standing in the, in the corner. corner. So a lot of times when those guys are getting shots off that action, OG would then just get the ball and then feel like he has to shoot because he hasn't gotten the ball in a while. And yeah. then now yeah. you're forcing it instead of playing within the context of the game. Yeah, and going to the net. Hopefully that can change and open up, but yeah, he's not game, having a good yeah. season. No, it didn't no. this game, but we'll see. And but again, he's 21. He's, yeah, we got time. Masai has all the confidence in him. And the way that he the team has been built, you don't need OG as to much this year 
right? You don't need him as much this year as you're going to need him in years to come. So he hey. should just sit back and learn from the tutelage of Gasol and Kawhi, right? <laughs> the job I mean, learning. I'm, yeah. I'm serious. And, sure. and next year or the year after, if everything doesn't plan out like we Raptor fans want, then you give the keys to him and Siakam, and hopefully then that's when he flourishes like you hope he does, right? For sure. He's got um, a lot of time, so a lot of patience with him. Totally. And again, <laughs> uh, an ugly win, but a win nonetheless yeah. for the Raptors as they win 104-99. I know we didn't talk much about the game, but we know that, yeah, A, it was an sloppy. ugly game, an ugly, sloppy win for the Raptors. He played down the competition. It was more about, hey, you got the win, and you got to see Marcus All in a Raptors mm-hmm. uniform, right? Yep. Raptors win 104-99, improved to 41-16 and on the year. 41 and 16. 19 and 11 on the road. Great start for the Toronto Raptors. Mark Gasol played in this game 19 minutes, was three of seven from the floor, seven points, six rebounds, one assist. That could have really been like seven or eight (laughs) assists. Let's just give him six, okay? (laughs) Two steals in this game as well, a block. I mentioned he took a charge. Get a little bit of everything. And if you notice a theme, if you've been listening to this podcast from the beginning, what have I been saying about this team and the beauty of this Raptors team? They have multiple players who can affect the game in different yeah. ways. Yeah. You just added another one in Marcus Saul, yeah. a high end one in Marcus Saul. Something that we didn't have anything like him. Exactly. You know, it's not like you, we already had like a Marcus Saul, which a lot of people exactly. are seeing. I mean, it's kind of a lateral trade. Mm-hmm. No, it's not mm-hmm. at all. We don't have anything like Marcus Saul. Exactly. Like, did we really miss DeLon Wright in this yeah. game? Did you really miss CJ Miles yeah. in this game? <laughs> right? So, anyways, Raptors, Masai still got moves to make. Things yep. are going to happen. But I'm going to stress this for Toronto fans, and this kind of seeps into Leaf fans as well, but it, it's kind of, it's very much applicable to the Raptors for sure. Negative thoughts. They got Marcus Saul. They got Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. Enjoy this yeah, run of what I this know. season is going to be. Stop worrying so much as a fan what's going to happen Nick next picking. year or the year after or what the salary cap is. You know what? There are people that paid millions and millions of dollars to figure that stuff out, yeah. to think long term and have a game plan for that. As a fan, sit back and enjoy, enjoy the fact that you can watch Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, Marner yep. every night, Kawhi Leonard, and Gasol. Mark Gasol every night. Like, sit back. And no LeBron in your Eastern Conference that you got to worry about. Right? Like, a legitimate chance to go to the finals, to play Golden State. Yes. Right? Like, come on. Sit back. Enjoy, enjoy this. the run. Yeah. Don't nitpick on what's going to happen next year, whatever. Where's Kawhi going to go? All these things don't matter right now. Yeah. The point is, the this now. Toronto Raptors franchise is in a place that they've never been before where you have realistic aspirations mm-hmm. of being in the NBA Finals. Sit back and enjoy it. And we will be here as well to enjoy it with you yep. on the Wrap It Up podcast and the Ball Out Blast podcast. Again, Wrap It Up, you can find after each and every Raptor game on Twitter at Shell Alexander or then as a podcast where on the same feed you can also find the Ball on Blast podcast which each and every week we break down the inner workings of the NBA league-wide conversation. Last time we talked about uh, KD versus the media again, what happened to LeBron in his pursuit of Anthony Davis, all that stuff. You can find that there, Ball on Blast each and every week. Of course, my guy Mikey's here for Wrap It Up. Mikey, let me know where the people can find you if they want to comment and follow you on the social media. Follow me up on Twitter, Mike underscore Bellamo, B-E-L-L-O-M-O. 
Hit me up on Instagram, Mike Bello underscore six. Send the YouTube comments. Yes. Got a lot of YouTube commenters that are great. Yeah. Good little interactions. People's opinions, whether they agree or disagree. I love reading through them. You do. For we sure. Talk about it. For sure. Great little community. Great, man. For sure, guys. Continue to like and subscribe and share the love. Yep. Share the podcast as we continue to grow this platform and turn it into something that doesn't really exist just in terms of having the Raptors fans a place to go and talk and interact yep. and have your voice heard within this conversation. Because again, this year as a fan, it doesn't right. get much better than this. Nope. This is going to be a great, great run. And we hope to be right there with you again. My name is Sheldon Alexander. And thank you for listening to the Raptor Podcast. Because I really did used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps Post Game Show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Till next time. Peace, guys. Have a good night. Boom, blast.